Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and I'm happy to welcome back to the show tonight a wonderful guest, a returning champion. It's been too long since he's been on, but we're thrilled to have him back. And that is my good friend, Kyle. Kyle, how are you this evening? Good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. It is a Wednesday night when we're recording this. Halloween has happened a little over a week ago. How was your Halloween? It, it was great. Uh, we decided to uh, hint up the large size candy bars to try to get some more trick-or-treaters come to our house because yes. uh, you know usually our numbers are low. And um, one of my daughters took my boys out who are younger and uh, went around the block. And uh, it was great. They had a great time. And uh, it was well done all, all over. So Good. Good. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I, I always i am intrigued by what people are giving out on Halloween, what types of candy bars or non-candy bars people are giving. And what was your – as a kid, what was your favorite candy to get when trick-or-treating? I always like the Reese's. Me too. You never I go was always exciting. Oh, did you? <laughs> that was always exciting because we didn't have that in the house really. My parents didn't buy that for whatever reason. And so Halloween was one of the few times of the year where I would actually get to have that. So I loved going trick-or-treating and getting that. I also, I think I discovered three musketeers through trick-or-treating as well. And those are to this yeah. day, one of my favorites. Oh, uh, see, I'm the a Milky Way. I love uh, Milky yeah, Way I love too. The Milky Ways. Yeah. Do you like Milky Way more than Snickers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Which, which is, is, you know, I know some people think that's taboo, but how about you? I actually like Snickers more, but I like Milky Ways very much. <laughs> now, see, now they give away these like little tiny snickers have you seen these there's like a letter on them one letter or something yeah it's good don't get me wrong because it tastes good but it's kind of like a half a candy bar to me yeah no exactly they're they're great to steal from my kids when i'm walking by you know right need something quick right but um yeah that's you know it's just a quick little bite that sometimes you just need a lot more than that you definitely need Oh, oh for sure um kyle before we get to the main topic on tonight's episode let me ask you another question so i've seen this big debate online this year about when people start celebrating the holiday season, okay? Some people seem to say it's December 1st. Others maybe say Thanksgiving. And then some people say November 1st, when Halloween is over, we turn our attention to the holidays. What, what is your rule in, in your household? See, mine is we set the Christmas lights up and start decorating um, the outside mm-hmm. uh, the day before Thanksgiving. So okay. that way, you know, Thanksgiving day, we can enjoy with the family. And then the next day, it goes, uh, the Christmas lights go on outside. So Thanksgiving and, for and you is start the start of the season. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. How about for you? I actually, I, this sounds very lame what I'm about to say, but I was so excited to update my Sirius XM presets to include the holiday stations on November 1st. <laughs> it's like the first thing I thought of when I woke up that morning, but, and I do listen to holiday music, but it, seems weird a little bit listening to it this early. It just doesn't hit the same way as when you listen a bit later in the season. So I take part in holiday activities from, let's say now on until the, you know, through the new year, but not until Thanksgiving does it really start to kick in. I think that seems the way it is. Although you're starting to get these holiday movies on Netflix and, uh, you know, Hallmark that are out right now. So it's very easy I know that tomorrow on Netflix, they're releasing the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, which I'm very excited about. Oh, are they? <laughs> well, my wife's been watching those Hallmark movies, uh, right. those Christmas ones already. They are so. great movies. <laughs> Hallmark, Hallmark movies. Oh, no, I watch them with her too. Yeah. Yeah, they're very, it, very fun. 
Oh yeah. Well, it was funny because uh, my youngest son uh, wanted Christmas music on as we're doing yard work last week. Yeah. With in t- shorts and t-shirts, you know, because it's you know 70, 75 degrees out. <laughs> so right. I so, couldn't get into the mood too much on that one. It's like you had a taste of a Florida Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, Kyle, uh, tonight we're going to be talking some Disney, and uh, you're going to tell us a little bit about your recent trip. And I say recent, we're recording this in November, but your trip was in July into August of this year. Is that correct? Yeah, July into August. Yep. So we'll talk about what you did and some of your trip highlights, and then we'll just have a fun general Disney conversation about our thoughts on what's going on at the theme parks. But why don't we begin by having you tell our audience the the basics of your trip. Uh, Where did you stay? How long you were down there? And so forth. So um, this time we stayed at Saratoga Springs, uh, which we had stayed there uh, recently as of... uh, uh, last, um, April as well. Uh, my kids really liked it. Um, they liked each having their own bed cause we have to get the two bedroom unit for six of us. And, um, yeah, so everybody takes their, their own individual bed at that point. Uh, spent a little time at Disney Springs and, uh, just did the basic park stuff with a few new things mixed in. Uh, we did foot golf as, uh, we talked about, yes, uh, of course, I remember that, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you more about that after, um, we, you know, Gave it a peer pressure from you and uh, a few others and um, went to the boathouse. So this makes me happy. Definitely my wife's pick. Yeah. Oh, it it was great. It was really good. But again, we'll we'll get to that. And um, overall, it was a great trip. It was a a 10-day trip. Uh, We uh, stayed at actually Fort Wilderness for three days before switching over to Saratoga just because we wanted to have a little extra longer stay. And what type of uh, room did you have at Fort Wilderness? Was it a cabin? Yes, we got a cabin. Um, you know, they're, you know, for, again, for the six of us, it's, um, actually a pretty good price. I think it was, um, with the actually Disney plus membership discount, it turned out to be three change for the night. So somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. So it was a really good discount. That's much better than I would have thought, honestly, much cheaper. Oh yeah. It was way cheaper than getting two rooms at a, you know, um, a value moderate or, you know, two deluxe rooms. For sure. And uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned this a moment ago, so forgive me if you did, but when you stayed at Saratoga, were you near the main building? No, uh, main building was probably about a three minute walk for us. Uh, it was um, across from that. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank what area it was. Uh, it was, had its own little feature pool mm-hmm. with it. Um, the paddock, I think is what it was. Um, and it was a nice little area. Had The pool bar had its own... Um, you know, restaurant connected to it. So we got a few snacks here and there from there. Uh, that so location. you're talking about the smaller pool near your building? Yes. Yep. Okay. Did you do, do did you do a lot of swimming on your trip? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, de- a lot more once we got to Saratoga Springs, because our room was, you know, maybe like a, a minute walk from the pool. So we just had to go down the stairs, walk over a half a building, and it was right there. You know what I tell a lot of people when they're going on their Orlando vacations? It seems like many people, when it comes to swimming, they're focused on the main pools at their hotels, which I understand because they're the biggest and usually have the most amenities. But I find a lot of the smaller pools to be just as good, if not better, because you get less people, you get um, better access to food. Like if you have a pool like you did where there's stuff there to eat. And for example, when I was at Universal at the Portofino Hotel, I went to what's called their, I think it's called the Villa Pool. Now it's not a small pool. It's honestly bigger than the Disney smaller pools, 
but it's not the main one. And the service was outstanding. It was not overly busy. And it's just kind of more chill with the parks being so crowded. Sometimes the last thing you want to do is come back to your main pool where there's a gazillion people. You just need a little bit more of a quiet experience. Oh, I totally agree with you there. There was only one night where um, two of my kids and I went to the pool and it was just packed. I mean, it was tough to move. So we, we spent a very short time there. The rest of the week, I the, the kids could, you know, swim as far as they want, do do all, everything without, you know, it bothering anybody. And uh, it was yeah. a great experience there. We didn't even hit the feature pool. We just stayed at that one the whole week. Oh, that's great. That's great. I wanted, it was close and two, it, was, it you know, had everything we needed there. And you were pleased with your room? Oh, absolutely. It is uh, one of the refurbished rooms. I think actually the whole resort's refurbished now. It's nice. It's the pull-down um, bed versus the pull-out couch. Love that. So we had that. And then we had, um, um, I'm drawing a blank on the uh, name, the, the, pull, the fold-down, uh, you know, twin-size bed. Yes, um, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And in the rooms at Saratoga, the refurbished rooms, do they have a nice flat screen TV? Oh, yeah. In, right. in, in all three rooms. The Disney TVs in the refurbished rooms are amazing. Oh, definitely. Um, and especially for us where, you know, we have in the room, uh, you know, the master bedroom, my wife and I uh, will have like the music on, you know, and the weather station and, you know, the uh, one that gives you the plan for the day, the park hours. Absolutely. Uh, my boys are usually watching the safety smart videos and my <laughs> girls are watching, you know, anything they, you know, can on you know, the other one, typically Disney channel, obviously. Yes, for sure. And it spoils me because I've now been in hotels where they don't have fancy TVs. They have, you know, 20 year old sets and it, I hold it against them. I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. Once you had the Disney TVs, it's very easy to get spoiled. Oh, absolutely. It's t- tough. You you can't compare, but sometimes it's tough not to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Kyle, so I think maybe, why don't we break it down like this? Why don't we begin, since you mentioned the boathouse a moment ago, why don't you give me some dining highlights from your trip? The, the boathouse was fantastic. Uh, we checked in and you know, we got our table within three to four minutes. It wasn't long at all. And they noted that my wife has a gluten sensitivity. So we had essentially two, uh, a waiter and a waitress. The waiter was actually the manager of the night. Um, really? And his, yeah, his job was just to attend to my wife. And that's, that's what he, he made sure she had everything she wanted or needed. Um, and then the rest of us had uh, our normal waitress, which was fantastic. Besides the food, the food was great, mm-hmm. but the, the staff there was unbelievable. Right. Unbelievably friendly. I'm very helpful with everything. Um, just loved it there. I had um, the uh, New York strip steak uh, cooked perfect. Uh, incredibly good. Uh, the mashed potato sides were good with it. Um, green beans uh, were excellent. Um, so then I got the um, uh, the blue raz uh, vodka, um, not a martini, but um, uh, something to that effect. I know what um, you're talking about. Yeah, it, with it the was duck. Good. With the duck. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, potent but good. I just, you know, it <laughs> yeah. really hit the spot that day. Uh, so, yeah, we had a nice view of the water um, from where we were. So, if you, you know, you're familiar with the bow house. So, a we walked bit. in to the check, check in, yeah, check in point, and we walked as far to the right as you could and in the back. Uh, 
No. Yes, I was in that room for the first time on my most recent visit. Oh, it's a great spot. It no, is. Yeah. You no, know, no complaint there. And we were supposed to go to the boathouse on the Friday night of our trip. This we ended up going there the Wednesday night of the trip. Did a quick change. So here we are, family six. You're like, all right, we're done with the parks for the day. Yeah, you know, we had no dinner plans. So my wife had me jump on uh, the My Disney Experience app mm-hmm. and found the boathouse reservation for 20 minutes from then. Wow. So we literally walked from Saratoga Springs I and mean, we walked fast to the boathouse. And uh, they, it, was, it was perfect. So you probably couldn't have made it if you were not staying at Saratoga Springs. Oh, absolutely not. There was no way. How long a walk was it for you from Saratoga Springs to Disney Springs? At the pace we were going, it was about 15 minutes because uh, my younger daughter, um, who was with me and Long, my boys, um, you know, she she had a time. My wife and my older daughter were moving a little slower because my y- older daughter sprained her ankle earlier in the trip at Fort Wilderness looking at the horses. So, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it, wow. it made for an interesting uh, part of the trip. We ended up getting a wheelchair for her for in the parks. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, just because uh, too much walking. We were still traveling about you know ten miles a day on sure. average, according to my Fitbit. Uh, so, when you uh, went to the boathouse, did your family know that it was the official restaurant of the Stuff We Love podcast? <laughs> no, I, I did mention that. I, I said, "All right, this is going to be like a peer pressure thing because you know a bunch of people have been saying we have to go here," and uh, so and we, we were not disappointed. The kids, That's awesome. Like loved it. I mean, I mean, look, here's the deal with the boathouse. It's great food, consistently good. It's got a lot of stuff on there. You got seafood, steaks, good appetizers. Uh, the desserts are pretty varied. Their drinks are really well done. And it's a fun atmosphere. It's just a very um, unique atmosphere at Disney World. So I, I love it. I just It puts me in a good mood to be there. And the bar is fantastic. I've sat at the bar before both indoors and outdoors. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It looked like a real nice location. Because when you, well, obviously you know what it looks like. You walk in, uh, it's there on the right. And uh, it was just fantastic. I mean, just, again, the atmosphere was great. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, it was nice enough to be considered like, uh, maybe fancy is not quite the right word, but it was a nice restaurant, but you didn't have to necessarily dress up to be there either. You could fit in either way. Absolutely. It, Fit it in the tux, or you could fit in in the, uh, you know, your cargo shorts and uh, polo shirt or t-shirt for from the parks. Podcasters and podcast guests wear tuxes to the boathouse. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, tell us about some other restaurants you went to on your trip that were highlights. Oh, actually, uh, Cape May Cafe. Okay, we went there for breakfast. And characters haven't started up yet, so the price was really reasonable. Um, we actually took the last seating we could. We started off our day in Hollywood Studios, took the Skyliner over um, to you know, back entrance of Epcot, walked over to the beach club and ate there. The kids loved the meal. They got to try a bunch of things they you know haven't before. Uh, again, with my wife with gluten-free or gluten sensitivity, uh, they had many, many options for her. She got her own plates and trays of a few things to uh, help her with that. And uh, to the point where when we got home, she was very disappointed when we went out to dinner a few times. She's like, I don't get my own personal waiter or <laughs> I don't get a, yeah, or, or my own little tray of whatever I can eat. So, so do you recall um, approximately what time you went there? 
um, 11.30 or so, somewhere around okay. there, between 11 and 11.30. So did they have a combination there. of like breakfast and lunch foods? No, because they don't they don't have lunch there. Um, okay. They just do the breakfast and the dinner. Uh, so like I said, it was, it was last seating and they weren't rushing us out either. Okay. Uh, the restaurant was, you know, dwindling quick uh, by the time we got there, but uh, they're more than happy to help us. Um, yeah, at the end of the meal, when we told them we, we've had it, we were stuffed. Um, they asked if we'd like to go drinks or anything like that. Wow. So, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, very, very accommodating. Had a great experience with it. Good. That's great. Um, give me another highlight dining yes. highlight we're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, I would have to do a uh, food and wine festival. After okay. That. Uh, we hit up uh, a few days and, uh, we, uh, definitely made use of the kiosk there. Uh, just ate probably way more than we should have. Uh, you know how it is. The, the samples are fantastic. Yes. My youngest son, I uh, got the, um, the, uh, filet from Canada a few times. Okay. Um, good. You know, at least three, three times. Uh, he also got the, uh, uh, there was one in uh, Australia, one dish that he kept on getting there as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the kids were very happy with their meals. Uh, the only one, uh, my oldest was a little upset that the mac and cheese booth wasn't open yet because that was going to open a couple of weeks after. Right. But the, uh, the, uh, fry place was, um, Oh fantastic. yeah. Test track, right? uh, yes. Yep. They, everybody loved that, uh, to the point where my kids were like little vultures and they, uh, went through things pretty quick, which is good. I'm glad they found something they liked. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so, you, but that was you also never know early on the, in my day. kids, especially what they're going to, how they're going to take to the food and wine festival. Cause some of the food is a bit unique. Oh, it definitely is. And, that, and we try to encourage that with them just to try to, you know, get something different. If you don't like it, you've tried it. And, you know, we're only out a couple of bucks at that point, but at least, at least you kind of know and you get to try stuff. So Kyle, mm-hmm. listen to this. I was, when, when I was there on my Halloween trip, I don't know if I mentioned this on my show. We went on Sunday to Epcot. This is what I ate myself at the, that day. Okay. I had the Brazilian cheese bread. Highly recommend. Yes. I had a Belgian waffle served with chocolate syrup and whipped cream. Again, highly recommend. (laughs) I had Via Napoli where I ate four slices of pepperoni pizza. Jeez. And then after that, I had at Joffrey's near the American Adventure. Oh yeah, a, I think it's called the cappuccino mocha drink, which was like a frozen drink. Yeah, my daughter got that. She did. Did she like it? Oh, she loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. Which, I, yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, but she liked no, it. No, no. And then <laughs> at night, I went to dinner at the Palm at Universal Orlando, the Hard Rock Hotel, where I had bread soda, chicken parm, mashed potatoes, and a salad. Where'd you put it? So um, I, I don't know. And then I think I had dessert that night, but I don't even remember. Yes, I did. I had frozen yogurt for dessert at Universal City Walk. Oh, must have been fantastic to eat that much though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good thing is you walk it off. So it's never it's never as bad as it sounds. No, no. And, you know, just, you know, I think that's for us, Epcot is one of those things where we love to just go through your way through it. Yes. Um, yeah. For, so we started on the test track side 
um, that day and made it all the way to Germany, at which point we all just, you know, said we're, we're done. We're finished. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to go any further. It, uh, it's fantastic. So it six of us, we get to try a bite of a lot of different things. We, you know, we were sharing and uh, some things we got multiple of mm-hmm. other things. We just got one of. Have um, you ever the, had the non bread there? They did not have it. This food and wine festival, the non bread over in the India booth. No, haven't done it there. I We're recommend it. It's served with like a pineapple dipping thing. It's it's like the bread service at Sanaa, but not as good as the uh, Sanaa okay. bread service. Okay, I think that's probably why we've skipped it in the past. It's just probably. like right, we, yeah. we'll get that at Sanaa, uh, so we didn't really you know feel the need to to jump on it. Yeah, I, um, did you have at the food and wine festival? Because I had on a, in my summer trip, um, in the China booth, chicken dumplings. I, I want to say yes, but I'm drawing a blank on. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were good. Exactly. Yeah. They were good. I feel like I had something else too. And I don't remember what it was, but it's it's so much fun. And that's why you really got to leave ample time for Epcot because not only do you have World Showcase and the attractions, which take a lot of time, of course, but the food, if you if you allocate, if you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to have something to eat, food and wine, you want to get a few things, you need to leave time for it because there's so much to explore and do. Oh, absolutely. That was like the first day we were there. Um, we said, all right, we're going to hit attractions until a certain time. I think it was you know early afternoon. Then after that, we're going to make our way towards World Showcase and just start eating. You know, didn't have any intention to do anything um, except to eat. I don't blame so, you. That's, uh, a, good, we're, that's we're a good plan. Right? <laughs> that's a good plan right there. Um, any other dining highlights from the trip you'd like to share? Uh, Ohana was uh, breakfast. Okay. Again, good. No characters. Um, we hit the Magic Kingdom in the morning. They don't have characters then, now. Um, then we, uh, they, they do now. They started in September when we oh, went. And, okay. Um, at that point, it was uh, the August second or third that we went um, there. So we did this kind of the same thing we did at Beach Club, where we used it more of a, as a lunch than a um, than um, a breakfast. Because, you know, my wife and kids can do breakfast any time of the day. And then sure. after that, we walked over to the Grand Floridian and rented one of the uh, boats. Pontoon boats? And did that. Yes. Yep. Great day. That's so, a great day. Uh, we, uh, you know, had a great time with that. Just, uh, yeah. So we, we, you know, because we had some time to kill in between our um, uh, brunch at uh, Ohana and our foot golf that day. Yes. So, uh, so we, you know, we got a nice relaxing, you know, seven seas lagoon trip and, uh, on the pontoon boat where we went over to, um, Willow's Lodge side of it, then came back, docked the boat, walked over to foot golf. So I want to turn to this foot golf thing, but before we do that, let me ask you, um, any other food highlights? I want to make sure we talk about everyone that you wanted to talk about tonight. Um, not quite a highlight, but we, we had a paddlefish on our last day. Which okay. is essentially what we switched switched with um, the Boa House. Okay, right. And you you've um, been there before. I know that's one of your favorite Disney Springs restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the food was good, but definitely not like we've had it in the past. Okay. Uh, a lot of menu change change ups. That so we're hoping for some you know favorites that just weren't on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so we end up eating our meals, which I don't know if the portions were smaller when we were just very hungry. But we did appetizers, we did our meal and desserts. Wow. Okay. So uh yeah. So that being said, it also made it our most expensive meal of the trip as well. <laughs> Do you um find that paddlefish tends to be less 
hectic, for lack of a better word, than the boathouse. Yes, I, I think so because uh, the space they have. You wouldn't think it, but uh, they've got the three levels. Yes, so of the the first, you know, because the the top deck, you know, uncovered is is the uh, top. Right, there's the right. third deck, uh, floor to it. It's a fun place. But, I mean, yeah, I have not yeah, been good, there. Good. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, there's a good atmosphere there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on the second floor or second deck, however you want to term it. Uh, you know, it's a boat, and uh, you know, near the bar area, which again was was nice. You know, our server was great, uh, but it just lacked something that we've had that we you know had in the past. So, how would you say the prices there compared to the boathouse? Um, I'd say they're on par. Um, I always thought the uh, paddlefish had a little bit more of a you know lower side to it not i don't want to say cheap right um but uh a little lower cost mm-hmm. and the options uh were pretty good there so in the middle of the day you know you soup sandwich uh type thing or salad on sandwich right uh, type options but um looking at the boathouse menu you know as we talked before was you know, it there's a wide variety um if you you know want something you know land or sea it's there oh yeah for sure can't wait to go back. Yeah. I've actually, even though I don't live in in the area, I'm there so much over the course of a year or so that I recognize the same waiters, which is <laughs> nice. It gives me a weird sense of satisfaction. Like, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. It's, it's, yeah. Um, Kyle, yeah no. it's, it's like that comfort with the place. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, so I, I guarantee you a lot of our listeners now are thinking, what is this foot golf that Kyle is referencing? I'm not even sure I knew what it was until you told me you were going to be doing it. So please uh, tell our listeners, what is foot golf that you did? So um, my family does a lot of soccer stuff, or at least the boys side, the girls played when they were younger than they went to different sports. Um, but my boys uh, play soccer a lot. So when I saw that they had this thing called foot golf, I did my little research on it, read it. And essentially you're playing golf, except no clubs and you kick a soccer ball into obviously bigger size holes. So it's a regulation size soccer ball. Uh, the course is much, much shorter uh, than uh, your typical you know, um, golf course. Now uh, it's at Oak Trails Golf Course, which is um, by Shades of Green. So you actually have to go on the Shades of Green property, um, get checked in um, you know, because of the facility that it is, you've got to you know, show ID, things like that to get in uh, and prove that you have a reason to be there. Um, essentially, yeah, which was, wasn't a big deal. I walked right from, you know, uh, Polynesian to it. So, uh, not a very far walk. We check in at the main clubhouse. Then they give us instructions where to start. So, uh, there's two different golf courses there at that same location. And like I said, we went to Oak trails. We were given our golf, uh, our soccer ball. You pick out the color you want and we're given instructions. And uh, other than that, it's just like regular golf, you, except you're using your foot. You count your strokes as how many times you kick it. It, uh, it was just a lot of fun. It uh, didn't take a whole lot of time. Um, I think we were there for maybe two hours. Okay, uh, it's longer for, than I would have thought, actually. Yeah, it's uh, nine holes, and uh, it was just a good time. Uh, we have this group behind us of about 30 people. Wow. Uh, I, I, so, yes. I would have been convinced you were the only ones there. No, I was kind of surprised too because they were ahead of us. They got there ahead of us. And so we're kind of staying in the back. And the um, guy goes, oh, do you want to go ahead of that? I'm like, no, we, we can wait our turn. And the guy looks at me and goes, no, no, we're the, all these people. It's our party of 30. 
going to do it. So uh, then, then you then you go. Oh, oh yeah, and the, you could tell these guys were like you know big soccer family as well. They had all their uh, jerseys on for whatever soccer player and soccer team they were rooting for. Um, I believe they were British um, wow. based on their accent uh, from they briefly spoke to me. Uh, and uh, then watching them, you know, some of them kick the ball. They uh, they they played soccer before as well. Um, Amazing. Was, uh, Would you do it again? Absolutely. Oh, uh, wow. uh, the kids want to do it again at some point. Even my uh, daughters that, um, you know, aren't really into soccer at this point, but they, they had a blast doing it. Uh, I don't think we'll do our next trip uh, because we're going to cram a lot of other things in that, in that trip. But uh, the year after, I think we're going to do a uh, non-parks trip and that would definitely be something I would put in there. Okay. You know, for sure. At least once, maybe twice. So. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it sounds like you don't need any real golf experience to partake in it. It's the kind of thing anybody could do. And yes, it's absolutely. a good way to do something different on your Disney trip that you, I guarantee you the overwhelming majority of people at Disney world don't even know that's an option. Was it hot out there? Oh, very hot. Yeah, uh, the best thing so. is I, I, I would say, bring plenty of fluids. They do have water stations, mm -hmm. but uh, it, it's just not enough. Uh, if you read the rules, they say no outside food or drinks, but um, yeah, it, it's not, a, I didn't see it as an issue. If you, you know, bring uh, any water or anything like that. And they say golf attire. Um, so, you know, we were like, okay, boys have your polo shirt, your khaki shorts, you know, let's dress like we're supposed to. And then uh, the group that was behind us, the 30 people, like I said, just had their soccer jerseys on uh, for the teams they supported and the players they supported. So, you know, they say they have a dress code, but it really was kind of casual. Right. Well, that's great, Kyle. That's, I, I think the first time anyone has talked about foot golf on our podcast. So very useful information in there. Um, I'll have to do that at some point. Oh, definitely. I, you know, it's just a way to get out of the parks for a bit too. Right. So. Now, I know another highlight for you was Guardians, the new Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster over at Epcot. Yes. Uh, tell us about your thoughts on Guardians. So we, we got to do it three times. Pretty impressive. Um, just, yeah, because uh, twice we got it for the um, yeah, the 7 o'clock um, uh, line or the um, – uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. Virtual uh, queue? When we're, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Virtual queue. And then the um, the third time it, we did uh, extra magic hours at Epcot. Okay. And uh, our goal was to watch um, Harmonious and then go right on. Well, yeah. So we go to watch Harmonious, and it's you know there's a delay before is starting. So uh, I talked to Casper and said, yeah, there's there's a storm coming in. You know, we're gonna probably you know wait it out for a bit. So our Guardians time was coming up, and uh, so we go into Guardians, and uh, it was fantastic wow uh, just the the music with it i thought it was a very very smooth ride i didn't feel you know like some people report nauseousness mm -hmm. i didn't get that at all um if you just kind of let your body kind of go with the ride vehicle instead of fight it it was uh it's very enjoyable uh, we actually uh our four kids were in front of my wife and i in their own little car the way they have it set up mm -hmm. and it was funny watching them kind of dance to the music we have one, my oldest son, who's very introverted. 
um, and you believe it's him dancing in, in the, the car ahead of us. Oh, that's uh, nice. It, it was great to watch. Do you recall what songs you had on the ride? Yeah, we had a Disco Inferno okay. for uh, one of them. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I think I remember that one the most because um, that's where the kids were dancing in front of us, like right. in, in their car. And uh, so that was memorable. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on the other two. But, no worries. Uh, yeah, um, it was great. Actually, that night when we walked out of uh, yeah, Guardians, it was absolute downpour. Like we even saw it on the news and actually had family members that yeah, were back home in Connecticut um, who actually called us the next day and asked us if we got stuck in the, the rain. We're like, yep, we did. And that's the only night we didn't bring ponchos. Oh, really? So, so you got a good shot. Started, yeah, yeah, we just grinned and buried it and, uh, you know, took it as it was. Um, when you mentioned that the Guardians ride is very smooth, how would you rate its intensity compared to Space Mountain? Um, not as intense. I, I think I think more intense, but not as rickety. If mm -hmm. that makes sense, it makes sense. So sure. we're space space mountain. You can you know feel all the curves, and when things change, because uh, the whole car kind of shakes. Uh, Guardians is just so smooth. You don't even notice it, even as your car makes its spins, because uh, each one spins individually uh, to kind of get your attention in certain areas. Right and. Again, it was just so smooth and natural. You didn't notice it. Mm -hmm. And unlike Space Mountain, I had no problem getting out of this at the end. Right. Whereas Space Mountain, I always feel like I'm uh, <laughs> holding up a line or uh, not to get out. So, so is it your favorite ride in all of Disney World now? Uh, I, I still give Rise of the Resistance my favorite. Okay, but, great uh, choice. Guardians is still uh, unbelievably co-second, mm -hmm. uh, just the way it's set up. Awesome. Uh, great. Yeah, I'm, gl just, I'm glad you had a great time on there. Three times is impressive. Yes, we are lucky. What about uh, other some uh, some other attraction highlights for you? Uh, this is the first time we went on Ratatouille. Tell us what um, you thought. It, so it, I thought it was cute. Um, I it's similar to Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railroad, which I love so much more than Remy, just because the, the way it's set up and um, yeah the the for lack of a better word, action in it. Yes. Uh, you know, just go from scene to scene where Remy, you, you have the, you're, you're being chased um, by the chef there. And, um, you know, it, it is neat. The, a couple of the uh, 4D tricks type thing mm -hmm. where the, you, know, you get sprayed and whatnot. This sense are great. Uh, there's one part, you know, where uh, made my wife jump uh, both times we went on that. And uh, so I think that was funner to watch than, you sure. know, what was going on in, uh, you know, it was it was a cute ride, but not one of my tops at this point. Understood. That makes sense to me. Uh, any other rides you went on this trip for the first time, or I guess not. Those were probably the only two new rides. Yes, for for me, yeah. Um, the rest of my family actually, um, most of them had done Tower of Terror before, mm -hmm. but um, my youngest actually did Tower of Terror for the first time. I still haven't because you know I just don't like the height aspect of it. I get it. Um, you know, look who you're talking so, to. But, you know, I've. You know, from yeah. listening to the podcast, I, I'm not a fan of drop type rides, but uh, although it's interesting on Rise of the Resistance, that it actually I like it, but that drop in the final part. Yes, honestly, not my favorite part of the ride. I don't blame you. Um, I, just, it's do it's yeah. doable though. Just, yeah, I, I just the way it makes my you know stomach feel. Yes, I, I just don't like it. 
I have zero however, desire however, to do anything more than that drop in terms of a dropping yes. sensation. Well, and that's what I worry about knowing Tower of Terror. It's, it's multiple, you know, in some are different durations than others. So Yes. And of course, it's a different type of drop than Splash Madden, which is more of a cur- curve drop. The rise yes. drop in Tower of Terror is more of a straight drop, which is a very different sensation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, boy, while the rest of my feelings on that, I had Star Tours about three times. And that was even after I, you know, walked around for a bit, took a bunch of pictures of things, uh, looked for the uh, golden statues that they had there. Absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I got the text from my wife when they were done. I said, okay, I'm headed back from uh, the uh, Echo Lake area. And uh, so uh, just enjoyed my time while they were on the ride. Kyle, in all the times you've been on the podcast, I don't know if I've talked to you about the Haunted Mansion. Is that one of your go-to attractions? Uh, I enjoy it. Um, however, it's the favorite, one of the favorites of my oldest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she really, really loves to ride. And uh, my wife and I will switch off going with her, um, mm-hmm. you know, just so she has a companion to go with. Because uh, we have two of our kids that don't do it okay. at all. And, and one is sometimes yes, sometimes no. So. What about something like uh, over at the Magic Kingdom, Jungle Cruise? Love the Jungle Cruise. Yes. Um, the 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 jokes all the time, um, right up my alley for sense of humor wise. Um, unfortunately, my oldest daughter, um, she has the same type of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll just go back and forth with all the jokes. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Amazing. What other attraction highlights? One um, that I love, uh, so my again, my oldest daughter and I, we go on uh, Dinosaur multiple, multiple times. Great ride. Great ride. For we, we, what we do is we get there for Rope Drop at Animal Kingdom. We'll go right to Everest first. Her and I will do that twice, and then we'll head over to Dinosaur where you know, there's still not a crowd. Sure. Uh, then my wife will stay with the other kids at um, Everest. So we'll, we'll ride Dinosaur like, you know, three or four times in a row, sometimes without even getting off. And uh, the first one, we just sit, enjoy the ride for what it is. Then if we're alone, any of the other trips, we start narrating it to each other. And uh, it, it just, it's a father-daughter memory that is just cute and I enjoy. It's a nice yeah. memory though. That's that's awesome. Oh yeah. I love dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish they still had the um, Carnotaurus jump out at you at the very end a little, little more like they used yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I kind of missed that part, but I understand because, you know, people definitely got a little freaked out on that. For sure. But it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a thrill ride that is very accessible. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There's no major drops in there. There's one moment where it's like, I didn't want to call it a drop. That would be way too much, but it's very, very accessible. So with your trip, your your uh, trip, you went to Halloween Horror Nights. You also went to Mickey's Not So Scary. Yes. I talked to you about um, Halloween Horror Nights a little bit. How do you? How did you think Mickey's not scary one this year? Because I didn't hear a whole lot of, uh, on that. Yes, I like this, Kyle. This is like a reverse interview now. This is uh, unexpected. In a couple of years, so you know, just was it, did you find it was worth it, especially with the increased price tag? It's it's a good question. Um, uh, and I what I'm about to say, I'm very cognizant that. Everybody has their own budget limitations on trips and so forth. Uh, I think that being from the Northeast and seeing how much things cost up here has prepared me for Disney pricing. Okay. So I I totally agree there. Yes. Yeah. So for example, if I wanted to go to 
a Broadway show. That's a hot, you know, hot Broadway show. Think Hamilton or something like that. It is right. not unreasonable that my ticket could cost me two fifty or more. That's that. If anything, it, I would think it would probably be bring the 300, 350 up. So paying something like, let's say 179, I, I honestly don't remember what I paid, but let's just say, let's say it was 150 for the Halloween party. It's not a sticker shock for me because right. of being up here. Now, that being said, I do think it's worth it. And one of the things that I've come, come away from this past year is that if you're going down for a limited time, on your Disney trip, you may want to go when there's some type of evening event at, let's say, the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or Hollywood Studios. Because if your goal is to get on the attractions, well, Mickey's not so scary, you could do that. So for example, I got on so many attractions. I was there twice this year and I got on so many attractions without any difficulty. Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Peter Pan, Small World, Teacups, Tomorrowland Speedway, Buzz Lightyear, People Mover, and more. Okay. And within that time frame, I also had dinner, had at least one snack, had time for pictures, saw some of the Boots of You Parade, and uh, didn't really see the fireworks, to be honest with you, but just enjoyed the ambiance of the Magic Kingdom. So it felt really good to be back at the Halloween party. It felt like it did in the old times. The atmosphere was great. The music was really nice. Uh, there's always that moment when you're at a party at the Magic Kingdom where you get caught in the parade and you don't want to. So you're trying to get somewhere and you can't get over, which is a little bit of a pain. But I, I really, I had a great time. It's If you're a fan of the Halloween party from previous years, I think you would be a fan of this year's event. The one thing which... I got spoiled at at Boobass, which I guess was last year, was they gave you the free popcorn, free water, free soda, free ice cream with the Mickey bar oh, okay. and that ice cream sandwich. They don't do that now at this event. Right. So it was, in that sense, I, I missed that. But overall, had a great time. Really enjoyed the Mickey's Not Just Scary Halloween party. Excellent. All right. So it's, it's back to the way it was. Because we last time we did it was uh, 2018. Okay. We stayed at Bay Lake Tower and uh we did exactly what you you were describing where you know our you know we went around we we uh you know did the trick or treating thing for a bit and then uh once we you know had more than enough candy to last like a lifetime uh we did a lot of the rides and like you were saying I mean Thunder Mountain was a walk on uh, same space mountain astral orbiter which we had never done because there's always that long wait yes. we got on that in minutes uh we caught the uh second parade which was great and caught the fireworks you know so uh it was just a fantastic night you're able to do almost everything in that one night that you could get accomplished over the course of an entire trip it's amazing how when the crowds are just a little bit lower the opportunities are so much greater Yes. So well, with us, we went and ended up going the very first night they had it that year. So you had a lot of your, you know, bloggers, vloggers, and they're waiting in lines for the characters. So the character yes. lines were insane. So we avoided those. And uh, we were, that's why we were able to get on everything else because the lines for the characters are so busy. I'll agree with that. So I was there this year at the first party and the character lines were very bad. 
So I did not really mm-hmm. get to take a lot of photos with the characters, but I did take advantage of some of the photo pass opportunities, which were very cool. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Which, um, one, which one was your favorite? Uh, well, I like the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea photo pass, which I believe was in Adventureland because I like the backdrop. Oh, really? um, I yep. wanted to do the Legend of Sleepy Hollow one, but it was a very long wait. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. They gave. Speaking of candy, uh-huh. though, they gave out a very good like Snickers brownie bar or something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was amazing. I never had it before. I haven't even seen it for sale here. It was just out of this world. Oh, really? See, that's another thing. You get high quality candy. It's oh, not, yeah. uh, you know, it, you know, it's, you know, it's your snake, like you said, your Snickers, your Milky Ways, your, you know, whatever else, uh, M&Ms, um, you know, it was, uh, that was always good instead of, yeah. uh, you know, no yeah. bit of honeys or anything like that. <laughs> so. That's right. Um, Kyle, let me ask you, cause we're starting to go a little long. Any other trip highlights you'd like to mention tonight? So uh, one thing we liked was the Magic Band Plus. Um, not all of us got it because, uh, yeah, we weren't, for the most part, we weren't interested in it, but my two boys were. So our very first day was Epcot and when they, when they came out because we were there right when they came out. So the cast member we spoke to, I asked her where they were. She goes, oh, if we had them, they'd be at uh, the store up, the, um, the old Kodak uh, Center store at uh, Epcot. I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, yeah, it's um, she is, yeah, the camera center, Kodak camera center, or something. Yes, yeah, to the left, yes, like so, if you're walking uh, out away from Spaceship Earth, it's on the left, I think. Yes, correct. Right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, boys, well, there may be limited options, or you may not be able to get them today. Don't feel bad, we'll get them, we'll find them somewhere. So, we walk in the store. If you go to the left in the store, there's a whole wall of them. Uh, we spent, you know, a good half hour in there at least for the boys to to pick them out. Um, my youngest got an Iron Man style one. And uh, my older son got a Star Wars themed one. Great choices. And, um, they, they were love and they lit up. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, there's a couple of neat ones that I, you know, kind of in favor of if, if I was to get one, uh, trying to have them lean that way. But uh, they, they went with their own, which is good. I'm glad they got what they wanted. Uh, so it was neat with their interaction with the golden statues um, and a couple times here and there where they light up in certain ways. But uh, other than that, we really didn't notice much um, as far as entertainment wise with it, but we were also pretty new with it. So trying to figure out how it was working. Then um, the battery, which I know some people complained about, we had no issues with. We did, charged did it at night. Rechargeable battery? Yes. Yep. So just think of like uh, your Fitbit or your Apple Watch. Yeah. And um, it, it charges the same way. Just a oh. USB plug-in. Okay. And, that, and that's it. So we uh, just plugged them in for a few hours before bed and they stay charged, you know, sometimes a day or two. And the, then the boys were using them pretty frequently. Whenever they saw one of those golden statues, they would run right up to it. Sure. And, um, you know, make it have a, it sound or they're saying when I... You so, uh, were in the area. So let me ask you this. Is the Magic Band Plus something you would recommend for people on a Disney trip or or no? I don't think everybody in your party needs them. I think if you had one, it'd be pretty neat uh, because you have to link it through your My Disney Experience 
so since I'm the only, my wife and I are the only two that have it, I had to keep on switching between the boys on my account to make sure their battery was okay, uh, to make sure it was link, still linked. But they had no problem using it the entire week once we linked it up as far as for getting in rooms. Um, I can't remember if they charged anything on those. Um, they, they possibly could have. But uh, it, was, it was definitely... You know, it was definitely a plus magic band as it's advertised. Right. But, right of uh, course. And, uh, it's bigger. You know, sometimes when they, Notably bigger. Yes. Yes. And uh, sometimes when uh, they were walking by a statue that if they didn't realize, it would buzz on their wrist and light up. And so if they didn't see it right off the bat, they start walking around looking for the statue. Okay. Uh, also, you can, set it, you can set it to your color scheme that you like. So if you have a certain colors that you like and want it to flash, that's what it would do. So it, wow. it was neat. Overall, it was pretty neat. So, and you know, but right now they're just uh, tucked away with the rest of our Disney stuff that we normally take, like, you know, our, our you know, other uh, magic bands that we have, you know, laying around as kind of like our backup ones. Right. Uh, that are always going to backpack just in case. The first magic band plus review <laughs> on the stuff we love podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely neat. But I don't think everybody in your party would need one. Just, sure. Yeah, you know, one or two. Maybe so I'll get one of them on my that. next trip. Yeah. Well, with all the designs, I think that's where they're going to get you. Get oh, yeah. get you or anybody else at is because whatever your personality is, whatever you're into, they have it. And uh, that was the biggest choice for the boys. Uh, and then one, you know, I got my one boy who everything is Star Wars, hundred percent of the time. Now my other son, yeah, really into Marvel. Yeah, so that's why he got the Iron Man one. What do you like more, Star Wars or Marvel? So, being the fact that I'm in the era when Star Wars first came out, fair. Love Star Wars, um, but I really like the Marvel universe. I really like what they're coming out with in the um, Star Wars universe. The new movies. Um, actually, I'm not caught up on Andor yet because I've been, you know, mm-hmm. trying to have us all off at the same time to watch it. Uh, from between work, sports, and you know, trying to get the kids' homework done, uh, we haven't really had a whole lot of sit time, downtime as a family to watch it. Um, Did you watch Obi One? Uh, yes, yes, love love that. So let um, me let me say one thing about yeah. Obi One, which is I I've just been so backlogged on things to watch. I just started watching Obi One earlier this week. One episode, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I hope there's more. I really hope that's not after this, you know, um, what was it, six episodes that they yes. don't just stop it there. They keep it going just because it was that good. Um, yeah, I, they could do so much more with it. I'm very so. excited to see how the uh, the show develops. Um, no, yeah, we'll definitely talk when you uh, finish it, you know, on uh, Twitter or whatever. For yeah. sure. Yeah, see, see who else we can drag into the conversation. So. <laughs> Paul, Paul's Paul's listening. He's a he's a fan. Yes. Um, Kyle, this sounds like a fantastic trip. As always, your trips are always very special. Thank you. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. Kyle, anything else you'd like to add? Yes. I another question for you is: uh, What's one thing you would love to do that you haven't done yet at Disney or Universal? Be there with you. That would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll meet up at some point. I mean, totally. keep on having those quick, those misconnections there with, uh, you know, by a day or so. Every you time. know that I met up with Dean and uh, Scott on this trip. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, fantastic. So one thing I've never done that I would like to do. Well, I am intrigued, legitimately intrigued by this foot golf. 
So I'm, I'm, that is, I recommend, yeah, Yeah, I'm, I don't think that's my answer, but, but that's a possibility. Um, look in an ideal world, I wish that I liked some, some rides more. I think that would, even though I go on a ton of stuff at Disney, tons and at universal, but that'd be nice. But I, I would say, I know what the answer is. I definitely know what the answer is. I have not stayed at certain Disney hotels that I would love to stay at. Uh, Grand Floridian is my number one, just because it is considered the flagship hotel. And I've been there so many times to look at it and to eat in some of the restaurants there. I would just like to have the experience of staying there. Um, I've not stayed at the Contemporary, which is another hotel that I love spending time at. And... I've been at Beach and Yacht Club, but not in many years. So I would love to go back. Um, I do think the boardwalk is going to be renovated. And when that's done, I would like to stay in one of their one or two bedroom villas. I think that would be fun. But it comes down to the hotels. There are certain hotels I've not yet stayed at that I would like to. Um, that's my answer. That's my answer. Nice. Nice. Very good. How about you? Yeah. Um. Hmm. Honestly, you think about this because I knew I was going to ask you this question at some yes. point. I think one of the fireworks cruises. I was I was thinking we've about never that. Never done that. Yeah, we've I was done thinking a lot about of different that. tours. Mm-hmm. So, just I think that'd be a great experience. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into it a little more because um, I got my oldest graduating from uh, high school this year. Yes, and uh, we're going to do our, a, a non parks trip this coming summer. But she, you know, at the end of our last trip, she goes, "Well, it could be my last time going with you guys for a while." Oh, come so on. Uh, that kind of got me. I'm like, oh, so now we got to go to the parks. So that's the guilt trip right there. Oh, it was. Oh, totally. You know, it, it, so, it, there's uh, just so yeah, much to do. There's so much to do there. That it's between the hotels, whether it's a park trip or even a non-park trip. There's just even in the Orlando area, there's a lot of fun things in the area, like art museums, science museums, and shopping opportunities, outlets, great restaurants. It's it's really a fun place. One thing we like to do a little outside of Orlando is actually Kennedy Space Center. It's, yeah. it's something we've it's been on our list for a little bit. Haven't been there since I was a kid. My kids have never been. So I think uh, my Star Wars enthusiast son would, would really get a kick out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a fun thing to do. And I wonder how many guests at Disney take advantage of that. I would think that a, a, a notable amount over the course of the year probably go out to the Space Center. Oh, I would definitely. Especially if you're driving there. Not yes. necessarily if you're flying. Um yeah, you know, but uh, you know, if you have your car, absolutely. Hmm. I should look into that for a future trip. Now that you mentioned that, it's a great, uh, <laughs> great point. Um, Kyle, let me ask you this: Is there anything you would like to say tonight with regard to a stuff we love segment? Anything that you've been watching recently, or listening to, reading, whatever it is? Uh, been going my usual podcast. Love it. Like I said. I know I mentioned this to you a bunch of times, but your Halloween Horror Nights episode, wow. your solo episode, was was great. Um, Thank you. Made me really, you know, interested in it for you know someone who doesn't, you know, get into the horror uh, genre. You know, you did a great job with it, and uh, Thank you. it definitely piqued my interest. So that, that's that the first time a stuff we love episode is someone's stuff we love. <laughs> so that's great. No, thank you. Yeah, Halloween Horror Nights is a great event. It definitely is something to look forward to every year. I think their fans, when one event ends and Halloween arrives and it, the season is over, they're already looking ahead to what is going to be there the following year. And actually on Halloween, 
the Universal Halloween Horror Nights Twitter account announced that one of the houses next year is going to be themed to the TV series Chucky from the USA. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Which is a great show. I have to start season two. But season one was fantastic. Oh, oh okay. I'm very excited for that uh, for that house next year. It's just um, the combination of that and Mickey's Not So Scary in one trip is perfect because Mickey's Not So Scary is a completely family-friendly event. And Halloween Horror Nights, to me at least, it's not a family event. There are people that take kids, but it's just not that type of experience, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly oh, not absolutely. if your kids are young. Maybe if teenagers, if they're into that stuff. But it's yeah, so I can see fun. my oldest being into it, but you know, because uh, she she likes the horror side of it. Yes. Um, but my other kids, absolutely not. Yeah, you know, I'm having trouble thinking of one tonight. I guess one thing that I'll mention is a book that I'm currently reading, which not surprisingly is a Beatles book. It's called 150 Glimpses of the Beatles. The author's name, I believe, is Craig Brown. I'm speaking from memory. I could be wrong about that. But basically what it is, it's a literally 150 very short chapters covering a unique a moment in the Beatles career or something related to the Beatles. So it could be a quick story about something that happened with them or the author. Some of the things that he does is go on Beatles tours and visits historic sites connected to them. It'll be a couple pages about his experience doing that. And when you read it collectively, it just is a it's a nice collection of stories uh, connected to the Beatles and the impact that they had on pop culture and still have, even though it's been decades since they broke up. Um, you know what I was thinking about, Kyle, when I was thinking about this the other day? The Beatles basically broke up, let, let's say 1970, which was when their last album came out. I believe that's when it came out. And they, you may recall that there was this documentary on ABC, The Beatles Anthology, where they released two new songs. That was in 1996, I think. So approximately 26 years. So then today, right. in 2022, if we went back 26 years from now, that would be like a 90s band releasing oh yeah it's now, which doesn't seem like such a big deal no no because well the nine years are like yesterday right yeah <laughs> that's the whole thing it puts like time in perspective in a whole different way it's weird that way uh kyle would you like to tell our listeners where they could find you on twitter i can be t- found at uh ct disney fans on twitter uh that's pretty much where it is where i handle all my stuff and uh you know i do a lot of uh likes and uh occasionally i contribute but uh that's about it. And, Hands down, uh, one of my favorite watching. Twitter accounts. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love going back and forth with you and uh, yeah, a bunch of other friends on uh, Twitter. Awesome. It's, it's always fun. And I'll tell our listeners now where they can find Stuff We Love Podcast online. So our website is stuffwelovepodcast.podbean.com. Our email address is stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. We're on TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast, Instagram at Stuff We Love Podcast, Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod. And you can write to us, stuffylovepodcast at gmail.com and tell us if perhaps you've ever played foot golf at Walt Disney World. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at scottyboy 400 that, That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-B-O-Y 400. And uh, Kyle, amazing show as always. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's great catching up with you. Great catching up with you as well. And uh, look forward to doing it again soon. And we'll go around the table one more time. I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. And Kyle, take us home. And this is Stuff We Love Podcast.